Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative and check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to subscribe and download. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Narrative Live on a Friday. It's the after show. Boy, a lot's happened in just the last few hours, never mind the last few days. And I'm so excited to have Greg Oliar here and Nina Burley here. How are you guys doing tonight? Nina, you look great. Thank you. So do you. Thank you so much. Greg, you've been away. You've had a little vacation. I had a little vacation. I missed last week. I went um, I went away by myself for a couple nights and, oh, uh, nice. to a little town where I could just kind of right and unwind. It was good. And I was hoping that I'd planned it in advance that I could get away and nothing terrible would happen. Um, and I talked to LB about it. I said, the last two times I went on a vacation, Charlottesville happened and then the Mueller report was released. So correct. Yeah. Well, we sort of got an attempted coup. They're still in the midst of the attempted coup, right? That's the, uh, you're not buying it. You're not buying the coup. No, 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 no. So, you know, it's interesting. This coup is, uh, is, is real in terms, it, it could possibly happen. I mean, there's still a, a theoretical path to a coup. And I know Nina might think a little bit more open-mindedly about the possibility that it might happen still. Um, you know, where, where are you standing on the, uh, on the line here, whether it's a coup or a con? I, 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 think it, I, I don't think that they're going to back off. Um, I think that they have the entire apparatus the right-wing media apparatus and the Republican Party in lockstep, as they always do, mm-hmm. on this. I've just been—I've just spent the last half hour Twitter arguing with this right-wing radio host that I like to chat with sometimes. We, he doesn't—he's not as insulting as some of them. And you know, they're right in lockstep with with each other. And um, the uh, the Michigan. Um, Speaker of the House and whatever, the, the two Michigan legislators who he invited to the White House today uh, just released a statement about 20 minutes ago or half an hour ago in which they um, first say, you know, we didn't, we went there just to discuss uh, COVID relief. Mm, and then but, they, then they, but then they threw in the, uh, the line, this line about how, you know, we don't see any we don't see any di- any change in the, in the result of the election, but we do oppose intimida- intimidation and threats. And I hmm. think that's what they're going to use. Now that they're all in lockstep on this already because this, this radio host that I was sparring with before I came on here um, had, uh, had brought that up as well. You know, you haven't seen all the affidavits yet, Nina. You know, mm. they've only brought one of those affidavits. And I said, they, the judges, the judges have, have consistently thrown out all of your cases. Well, all of these affidavits about, about uh, harassment and, and intimidation haven't been brought forward yet. So I guess now they're going to start on the harassment and intimidation thing. The question is, how many states are they going to have to overturn 
to get it to the Supreme Court. I mean, maybe they just have to take one up, but even if they just took one up there, they can't win on just one. They have to take three. They have to have a batch of them, right? I don't know so if they have to have a batch. I mean, I think it's if they just get to the Supreme Court, they think they can get it through because, you know, that court is so stacked. So there, there's a slim oh, they, chance that they could do that. But I don't think they need a bunch. I think they could just get away with one because, you know, the path to... The path to this, uh, you know, weird glory land that they think they can they can pave here goes through the state legislatures. We already have seen them, um, you know, the certification of the vote count. That thing is is not working in Trump's favor. It seems like most of the state houses and and officials are are going to certify the vote in the way the election sort of ran, including Georgia, which just certified this evening. But then there's you know there's other ways they can do that. They can direct the the electors to vote for someone other than the winner. So the state legislatures can do that. That's what the Michigan meeting was about today. And then, you know, if any of those things happen and it's close enough, they can go to the, to the house of, uh, to the house and the house of legislatures can then they, um, they can, congressmen and congresswomen can vote on a one state, one vote basis and elect the next president. But then there's this weird thing, this 1887 law. I can't even read the name of there, the Electoral Count Act of 1887, which apparently allows them to, if they can't get agreement on those other two issues, they can actually refer to the governors of each state to determine which way the electors vote. And that is an untested law, which may in any event have to land up in the Supreme Court. Um, and we know what the Supreme Court might vote like because it's, it's potentially rigged. But, you know, it's, it seems incredulous to me that we could be in a situation where this victory is so clear to everybody. I mean, especially with Georgia now certifying the vote, that it seems crazy to think that, you know, the Supreme Court or anybody else will try this sort of Hail Mary pass to try and get it through, except for these are crazy guys and they've got a lot to lose in the event of, of, of uh, not winning this next, well, not winning this election. I mean, they have, you know, some legal issues they might have to be dealing with. Look, I, I mean, I have a lot to say about this topic, but for, first of all, not, not to disagree, but they're not entirely in lockstep. Fox News is starting to drift. They're starting to come to their senses. Tucker Carlson railed it. We got one of the, uh, I think about Sidney Powell last night. So maybe uh, Murdoch is finally wising up to the fact that he's going to have to figure out how to make money when this asshole is gone. Um, you got Ben Sass. I've been waiting on Ben Sass for four years. What a profile and courage he is. But hey, you know, okay, uh, two weeks after everyone knows he won. You know what he won? Um, Romney, same thing. All oh, of the, all on, of the governors. All the of the morning. governors. Li listen, here's well, the deal. And, okay? and Jeff Flake. Yay, Jeff Flake and, and Romney. Jeff Flake is Jeff not a senator. Here's the I deal. Know, okay? I know. Everybody, everybody, we all have PTSD. We are suffering from PTSD. We've been abused for four years. We know we won, and we're so afraid. We're so afraid that some little technicality is going to take it from us, that anytime any little thing happens, everyone loses their mind. The people on Twitter lose their minds every time one little tiny thing happens that isn't even anything. It's just noise. Like the other night, these two asshole fascists in Wayne County were like, we're not going to certify the vote. And everyone was like, oh, no, it's a coup. It's on. It's, uh, you know, and I wrote something like, um, guys, look, two fascist dickweeds aren't going to overturn the will of 80 million people and, uh, re you know, relax. And people were most people were like, OK, OK, fine. But some people were giving me crap about it. It took two hours, two hours before they changed their mind. And I, I think before someone explained to them that if they did, if they followed through with what they were going to do, they were going to go to prison. And they were like, oh. 
Oh, prison. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Well, let's just do this. And um, so, you know, and, and today was the same thing. Oh no, Brian Kemp is going to talk at five o'clock, Georgia. Ah! No, everything's fine. Like these things he's losing. He's like one for 32 in court. Um, the only thing he won was some technicality. His lawyer is Rudy Giuliani, who has hair dye streaming down his sweaty face. Okay, <laughs> these are not top guys, and no one wants this. Like, okay, and this is this is the last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys talk. Okay, before the election, there was a lot riding on this. There was a lot riding on us as people that try to get the word out about Trump and his criminality and how objectly awful and dangerous. He is. And we tried our hardest and we did as, as good a job as we can do. And what happened was we won. We won. We won the election. Joe Biden won the election. OK, so now what we have is we have Joe Biden, who is the president elect. We have Kamala Harris, who's the vice president elect. We have Nancy Pelosi in the entire House, which has, is, is making noises about inherent contempt. If you read Ted Lieu's uh, feed. And I think Ted Lieu and Eric Swalwell are kind of the, uh, the you know, the, the, the canaries in the coal mine a little bit with the House. Like they float things out there uh, that Pelosi's not yet allowed to say. OK, we have the entire intelligence community. We have the military, which is not going to back Trump in the event of some aborted coup. And also, by the way, we have most people in the United States and all of the allies in the world. And if all of those forces working together can't make sure that this election doesn't end the way it's supposed to and that the will of the American people isn't isn't seen to and Biden's hand is not in that Bible on January 20th, then there's nothing we three can do or anybody on Twitter can do. We, we elected these guys. I trust them. They are going to make this work. And the fact that Joe Biden isn't panicking at all should make us less panicky, quite frankly. I mean, I don't think any of us are panicking, panicking. I, I mean, think the, the reality is pretty- People are panicking. People are, they are really, panicking. They shouldn't be yes. panicking. They, this is a yes, tiny slither of a chance that these guys have of pulling this off. Now, it's a tiny slither, but it, why are we here? Why do we have a system that even allows us to have a tiny slither? That's a good conversation to have after the fact, because we do have a problem with the system <laughs> where, you know, like all these all these states and legislatures have so much power, and who knew that? I don't think we've ever encountered this maybe since uh, Bush v. Gore, which we spoke about last time, Nina. Well, I'm just going to play devil, devil's advocate to Greg here because I think I agree with you. I think that, uh, you know, it's unlikely that um, they'll be able to pull it off because the numbers are so great and there's so many states that they would have to mess with. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the, the gates to certification that are in the next four weeks, the gates, the gates that have to be opened or closed, actually. Yeah. Um, and, and you think about the fact that they've had thousands of lawyers out there for months looking at the, the ways that they can pry their way around these gates. And the fact that they have the Supreme Court Yay, we have the House. Yay, the House can do can 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 uh, can call him out on contempt. But I'm sorry, the House has been pretty neutered. I haven't seen the House do. I mean, the, they he, they impeached him and nothing happened. They have the Senate, and they have the Supreme Court. And if they there are, you know, what I think at least another ten little gates that have to be closed before they get mm -hmm. to the point where we're not 
looking and worrying about this anymore. And, and, and there may be further uh, other things that they can do. That's just, that's just looking at the laws as we, that, that we have to, that, that we, that have to be crossed before we get to that certification date, which is December 18th, I think, right? Right. There, there are a so. number of, there are a number of points and they're going to pressure point every single one of them. Now, uh, will they get away with it? I don't know. I started out in covering politics in Chicago years ago. And I'll, all I can say is there are, there are a million ways to steal an election. In Chicago, it was why you could do, there's so many ways to steal an election. And I think that there also are, you know, so many ways, so, there are many, many ways for lawyers to, to, to turn an election around especially if you have the Supreme Court. So I'm not saying, I'm not, I, I just throw that out there as a, as a counterbalance to you, Greg, because I think, I think we are in dangerous, on dangerous ter- uh, turf. I'm not panicking. I don't think I'm a PTSD victim. I mean, I'm a little burned out on having to think about Trump and I, I'm looking forward to not having to pay attention to, to the epic criminality and, and all of the problems that he's, um, with our system that he has um, revealed. But I do, I do think that, uh, you know, I hope that Mark Elias and these other people are vigilant. And yet it's great that Biden is relaxed. Great, you know, cool hand on the wheel. Maybe, maybe that's the, you know, what else is he supposed to do? He's not gonna be jumping up and down. Let the lawyers handle it. But I think that it is dangerous territory as long as it's not nailed shut because of who this guy is and because of who his crazy enablers are. It, it you know, it, yes, to you and I, Giuliani, I mean, oh my God, he's Nosferatu. He's like, you know, a vampire coming. I mean, how can you, but, but people are, t- yes, but pe- I mean, I, I got us. I mean, is that okay. not the, take it down. Ad- I, can't, I can't look at it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I guess the most oh. incredible picture you've ever seen. I mean, he looks yeah, terrifying. I, I, terrifying. I just need, for God's sake, take it down. Take it down. <laughs> ah! Keeping it up. There's no ways of keeping it up. <laughs> absolute power corrupting absolutely in the flesh. Yeah. Every time I look at him, that's what I see. Absolute power corrupting. Absolutely. He's <laughs> utterly corrupt on the inside and it's oozing out. Yeah, from the, from his literally hair. oozing. I, the thing is, these guys are using the rules to break the system, you know, and it seems to be something so fundamentally wrong with that. Like, you shouldn't be able to l- play in the system if your intention is to ultimately destroy it. Um, they're not, they're not, they're not using the rules to break the system because they're, they're, they're making like specious arguments in court and getting laughed at by judges. But they're finding they're, every they're, loophole they can to get this to the Supreme Court. What loop, no, they, 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 there's a difference between what these fuckers say when they go on Fox News and what they, when they go on the TV shows and what they say actually in court in the documents. Because none true. of these guys, it's none of them go on... None of yeah. them go before the law and say stuff that's bullshit because they can be... Uh, the lawyers can be disbarred. They can have their livelihood taken away by bringing frivolous lawsuits and by, you know, sedition, frankly. That, it's that, true. And they know. Lawyers are not, they're, they're, they're not, now, no, some lawyers are dumb. <laughs> the rule does say, the rules do say that the state legislatures can pick the electors. 
That's just the basic rule. That's the that's the constitution, yep. like it or not. Now, it may not be the system we've come to expect. It may be different than what we've had for many years, but that is the rule. And if they can convince enough of these state le- legislatures that this is what they should do, then they could still win. I mean, that's just the rules. It's sad that after that, they'll destroy every remnant of democracy that we've ever had. Um, See, I don't, like, I, mean. I, don't like this, I don't like this tone because you're making it seem like this is something that is within the realm of possibility. It's more likely that we'll have some sort of, like, like uh, th- there'll be a nuclear attack in Nebraska and he'll declare martial law and he'll become president for life from the military than what you're describing, frankly. I think that but what you're describing we've had a is lot of unlikely. I, we have it's a lot insane. of. I'm not, so, I'm not believing this is going to happen. I just no. think that it's, it's not. There it's is. Just, a, it's not even worth thinking about. <laughs> is what I'm saying. It's not but worth Greg, giving 70, voice to. Seventy million people are thinking about it. Yeah. Are they? I mean, I think a lot of people have given up. Honestly, I think I think many, many millions of people have given up, and the people well, that are still thinking about Valley. it. I live over are, here. I'm, I'm looking out the window at Pennsylvania. And I think there are people out there who still, I mean, they did some, many of them did take their Trump signs down after the, after the uh, election was called. But I, I think there are enough people watching Fox. You're right. I mean, Fox, if Fox decides to, uh, you know, back off on this, but Tucker Carlson is, you know, Tucker Carlson is like, that's not, when you lose Tucker, it's bad, but it's, that doesn't mean you've lost the whole, the whole war. I mean, and he, and you know, I, I don't think that he's. That's not a sign to me that Rupert is giving up on on Donald. Well, so let's be honest. These guys are not being. Um, they're not thinking about this country, and they're not thinking about, you know, the rest of us. They're thinking about themselves. They're thinking about how do they avoid going to to court on all these crimes they've committed. I thought uh, Edward Norton's uh, thread today was fantastic. I don't know if you guys yeah, saw this, perfect. but you know, mm-hmm. uh, basically saying that. These guys are, um, which is, you know, I'll pick up on the second uh, graph here, which is to create enough chaos and anxiety about the peaceful transfer of power and fear of irreparable damage to the system that he can cut a Nixon-style deal in exchange for finally conceding. But he doesn't have the cards. His bluff after the flop has been called in court. So, you know, Norton is saying here that this is all about him trying to get a better deal for him and his cronies mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. out of and a path out of the White House that doesn't see him going directly to jail. That's very plausible that that's what he's doing. And he's even hinted that that's what he's doing. And he wants to make it tough for the Democrats to to win or to seem like they win. So he'll put up enough imp- impediments and then on the way out, he'll cut some sort of deal. That is more in the realm of possibility here. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, going to what Norton is saying here about creating anxiety and chaos, we're helping create the anxiety and chaos by giving voice to this tiny little thing that's never going to happen. All right. All right. Okay. And and, and by the way, I'm looking at the comments and everyone's like, stop talking about this. (laughs) You're wrong. (laughs) Zeb is wrong. I'm wrong. All right. I know. I I just, I said it's not likely. Anyhow, that's my job. My job, I think, maybe is to share the truth here. But um, But I know, I know, I know. And you know what? If, if you're right, I, I, if it happens, I'll buy you both a drink. How about I'll tell that? you something, though. I do think the strat- my strategy has been along the way here with the Trump administration is if you can sort of call them out before they do something, it, they lose they lose some of the ability to do that something. So, you know, if you're able yes, to see, sure. you know, that they're about to rob a bank and you can say, hey, I can see you guys are about to rob the bank. It does sort of tend to stop the robbery. So sometimes I, you know, it's good to raise these things just to put them out there so people are uh, at least aware that we can see what they're trying to do. Um, now, big news out of the White House. That is true. That Andrew is true. Giuliani and Donald Trump Jr. 
both at the same time have uh, COVID-19. So that's uh, interesting. Um, they go back a long way, actually. By the way, there's rumor, I think, this is Eric Trump in this picture. That's uh, Andrew Giuliani in the middle and uh, there's Wyatt Coke on the left there. But um, Eric and, uh, and Andrew have always rumored to be, have had the same father, according to Noel Kassler. And you can sort of see the similarity a little bit there. Um, but of course, Andrew oh, is no, Rudy's. He looks, like, he looks like a Giuliani. Yeah. That, that, that kid in the middle is, looks like a Giuliani. Dude does, does indeed look oh, like a Giuliani. come on, don't you see it? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And, and Andrew yeah. works in the, he gets $95,000 a year as a liaison for sports and the, uh, for the White House. And so he gets and to hang out with me. I think he got kicked off the Duke golf team for being for cheating or something. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Google it. So yeah. you know, he's an interesting guy. He might have been. He was at that press conference, the sweating, um, die press conference. So maybe he spread it to some other people. I don't know. Maybe the die. Maybe in the die. Yeah. But uh, you know, a Andrew is at the White House every day, and so is the the spawn of Bill Barr. By the way, you know, they. I think it's the daughter, or maybe it's the son mm. that works inside the White House. So my theory has always been that the actual communication behind the scenes between Rudy Barr and Trump is actually happening through the kids who are at the White House. And now two of them are out in quarantine. So what's going to happen the next two weeks is without any, uh, any support in that uh, back channel that he might have. That's just a theory I have. Do you guys have any thoughts on the, uh, on the uh, uh, I, eventual Donald Trump Jr.'s uh, getting uh, COVID-19? I thought he already just had it. I was not paying close. I guess I haven't been paying close attention. Didn't Guilfoyle have it? I One think of them already be tested it. for it. Yes, you think you're right. She she I has it also, it. by the way. She oh. she, she oh. came today that she and Junior both have it. That's what I saw. And they've held it I back for a Friday night. Yeah. They might have. It's possible to get it more than once, but I don't think I've remembered that. No, but I, I guess I'm just mistaken. I'm Mexican, but uh, yeah. It's Wish them well. We do wish them well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But I'm getting tired of saying that. Um, where else should we go? I, I think, wait, I, wa I want to talk about Giuliani's kid for a second. Yeah, I, sure. He's the sports liaison at the White House, which is so funny to me. Because, <laughs> okay, here's what he's doing. Ready? I'm going to be him now for a second. Yeah. Hi, this is Andrew Giuliani. I'm the sports liaison at the White House. Is this uh, LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers? Yes. Would you like to come to the White House to celebrate your championship? No, fuck off. Thank you. That's it. Steam and scene. Okay. That's it. It's so There's true. No, no athletes want to go to the White House. None. No, no okay. one wants to go to the White House. No one wants to work at the White House. No one wants mm. anything to do with the White House. You know, it's just, it, no, he, I don't think even Donald Trump is at the White House half the time. He's been, just, you know, he's been in quiet quarantine for the last couple of weeks. He just won't, uh, he, did he show up no, yesterday? No, he's there though. He, and he's, he's not going to Mar-a-Lago for Thanksgiving. Well, no one should be. No one should be traveling. Of... So, so what's he going to be doing? <laughs> what's he going to do for Thanksgiving? He's just going to roam around the White House, lamenting what could have been. He's going to get a turkey to pardon him. No, no. <laughs> the pardons must be coming, um, right? The pardons must be. He must be ready to be issuing the pardons, even for himself. And then there must be some sort of back channel communication going on with the Biden camp. I mean, there must be. You can't imagine we're in the situation and they're not having a conversation about a way out for, um, for Donald Trump. Again, I'm sure no one wants me to talk about this, but here we are talking about it. Uh, well, Emily Murphy hasn't been in the news since yesterday. <clears throat> and she hasn't done, she hasn't opened the door. Or yeah. or move the move the money, um, so yeah, they must somebody must be talking to somebody. But who would that be? 
I don't know. I mean, who would it be? Who who would would it be? It's a, Ivanka isn't isn't you know Jared? Would Jared be out there doing that for him? I don't I know. Mean, it could, it might even that? be back channeled through Russia Papio, or somewhere else. Papio is over in the West Bank getting wine named after him in one oh, of the did. illegal settlements. Yeah, that was in uh, the Times of yeah. Israel today. And uh, he's over there in Israel doing his last hurrah over there. Who is the person who would be talking to the Biden camp? In the, I mean, I mean, who, who would they? Who would they? Well, would it be Giuliani? Oh, you know, it could be uh, the chief of staff. I mean, what's his name? Um, oh, Meadows, but he's got yeah. COVID too. I mean, he might. They might be back though. It was, must be soon back. And yeah, someone must be able yeah, to talk he to has, him. He has COVID nineteen, and nineteen is also his IQ. So I don't think he has much to offer. <laughs> that guy is a dumb as a box of rocks like why is this but who who's even there to talk, who who needs yeah, to be discussed with any of these people it's true i mean i can't you know, think of a bunch of morons the military well, no, guys they need to talk about well but what but, but what you were talking about was somebody has to be making making the deal for them if there's going to be if that's what they're doing then somebody has to be uh broaching that they're, they're, I don't they're, think so. I would think that's, that there is someone, there must be, I mean, this must be their goal. There are no ways they want to walk out of the White House without some sort of deal with an incoming administration about who's going to get prosecuted. The crime sheet is so long. There are so many crimes. And for them, for him and his family and his colleagues, and you can name it down the line, they must want to put some boundary around that or they would not be putting up this, you know, this huge act on the way out. There must be something in the works, uh, or at least they must be hoping to have one. And they're basically holding a whole country hostage with, you know, um, COVID-19 vaccines and other things in, in the pipeline that we don't know how they'll get distributed. So, you know, there must be some activity towards that front. I don't know if they're, um, you know, I don't know who it'd be. I don't know who it'd be, but I'm sure there's some people out there trying to do that. What would you guys do? Azerbaijan or something like a a foreign foreign, uh, entity. I I keep saying, you know, they need to go. Somebody's going to give them a little autonomous region in the Carpathians and they can call it (laughs) Trumpistan. There'll be lots of goats and and they can build a couple of hotels and and and, you know, hide out. And there won't be a uh, there won't be any extradition. I mean, he even he even said he might have to leave the country. He floated that. Oh, my God. That's you've just described the plot. You've just described the plot of Borat 3. <laughs> Trumpistan. 